With the fast pace of life we all experience, many tend to get sidetracked and pulled in directions we hadn't expected. For anyone whose attention and perhaps interest were captured by this podcast's introductory episode in 2017, please accept my apologies for having allowed myself to put this podcast aside. All I can do is shake my head that this occurred, because my passion for the CWRU School of Medicine's history and heritage has never waned. Recently, I made my first visit to the medical school's new medical education building on the Cleveland Clinic campus. This impressive building opened in 2019. The background on the partnership between the School of Medicine and the Cleveland Clinic starts in 2013. Case Western Reserve University issued the following statement on June 1, 2013. Case Western Reserve University and Cleveland Clinic have agreed to collaborate on construction of a new state-of-the-art medical education building for the two academic tracks of the university's School of Medicine. The partnership provides unified space for programs now housed apart. The original medical education offering on the Case Western Reserve campus and the 11-year-old Cleveland Clinic Learner College of Medicine. The new building will be located within an 11-acre parcel bordered by Euclid and Chester Avenues and 93rd and 100th Streets. The roughly 165,000-square-foot building will cost about $80 million. The Cleveland Clinic is providing the land for the structure and also covering all site preparation expenses. The clinic also has agreed to match the dollars Case Western Reserve has raised for the project to date up to $25 million. Finally, the institutions will fundraise jointly for the project and share costs for its construction and operation. All told, the organizations have secured commitments for the majority of the dollars required and have made shared outreach to other potential supporters a priority in the months to come. The architectural firm Foster & Partners of London has been engaged to design the new medical education building. Planning will begin immediately, with site preparation commencing within a few months, all while joint fundraising for the project continues. Overall, the medical school ranks 25th in the country, according to U.S. News & World Report. Each of the two academic tracks is renowned for innovation and excellence. By bringing them together in an impressive structure, the institutions not only dramatically strengthened both offerings, but also sent a powerful visual signal regarding the value of 21st century medical education in Northeast Ohio. Case Western Reserve President Barbara R. Snyder said, Both these tracks of our medical school have drawn national acclaim for their cutting-edge academic approaches. This project gives talented faculty and students an opportunity to share space, ideas, and insights, and we cannot wait to see the innovations that emerge. Cleveland Clinic President and CEO Toby M. Cosgrove, M.D., said the new building would offer future physicians the ideal setting to prepare for a rapidly changing healthcare landscape. He said, Modern medicine is a technology-dependent science. In order to treat patients effectively, doctors in training need to have access to the latest technological advances, from electronic medical records to robotic surgery, from telemedicine to advanced imaging, medical students need to be prepared to practice medicine of the future. The two leaders explained that advancing the medical school and in turn raising its stature 
ultimately benefits all of their respective affiliated hospitals, the region's biomedical industry, and finally, the community at large. The two cited the enormous synergies they have seen realized through current collaborations within the academic healthcare community. One example is the Case Comprehensive Cancer Center, which includes the university, the clinic, and university hospitals, one of just 41 centers nationwide to receive the National Cancer Institute's highest distinction. Meanwhile, the Clinic and Translational Science Collaborative, which includes these three institutions as well as Metro Health Medical Center and the Lewis Stokes VA Medical Center, has won more than $128 million in federal grant support over the last six years. Cosgrove and Snyder added that the building project complements both organizations' other partnerships. The clinic's 2012 plan to open a branch of Ohio University's Heritage College of Osteopathic Medicine at its South Point Hospital, for example, continues on schedule with students set to enroll in 2015. Case Western Reserve's primary affiliation with University Hospital Case Medical Center also remains in place, as do its cooperative arrangements with the clinic, University Hospital's health system, Metro Health Medical Center, and the Lewis Stokes VA Medical Center. While the shared educational space will increase opportunities for students and faculty to interact and learn about each other's programs, each track will continue to have its own individual identity and offerings. Cleveland Clinic Learner College of Medicine enrolls 32 students annually, for a five-year program designed to graduate physician scientists. One year of the program is devoted to research. The university's original program enrolls about 165 students each July in a four-year sequence that also includes a major research project. To date, the students from the two groups have interacted for events like commencement, as well as their third and fourth year clinical rotations at area hospitals and healthcare facilities. The proposed building would provide students a single location for the classroom and laboratory learning that takes place primarily during the first two years of medical school. The clinical rotations, where students spend several weeks at a time learning about different specialties, would continue as they have previously. Pamela B. Davis, Dean of the School of Medicine and the university's Vice President for Medical Affairs, said the project also gave both organizations an opportunity to build on shared strengths in multiple areas. The university's global health programs are known throughout the world, in particular initiatives on infectious diseases in Africa and community health in China. Cleveland Clinic, meanwhile, engages with patients around the globe and is opening a five-story, 360-bed hospital in Abu Dhabi later this year. Dean Davis said, We all recognize how much we have to learn from international colleagues, and they from us. By pooling our respective expertise and relationships, we can accelerate the significant progress we each have achieved on our own. Jim Young, the Executive Dean of the Cleveland Clinic Learner College of Medicine, also cited the significant possibilities inherent in shared space, from enhancing existing programs in art and medicine to improving coordination for core programs that each track provides. Another curricular option may involve building offerings in health policy and finance, 
subjects that will become ever more important to physicians as the nation increasingly embraces value-based medicine. Young said, Pam and I have deep respect for one another and a shared passion for excellence in medical education. I am confident that our existing leading-edge programs will become even more innovative as students and faculty work even more closely together. Cosgrove and Snyder also see the project as an opportunity to bolster economic development in the Upper Chester neighborhood and to continue to advance Greater Cleveland's biomedical strengths. The classroom and laboratory space vacated after the new building opens ultimately will be repurposed for research. Well, that's the statement back in 2013. We're obviously far beyond that. The building is operating as they expected. You will note one sentence in that statement that I just read. That sentence states in part, Case Western Reserve's primary affiliation with University Hospital Case Medical Center also remains in place. This is an important statement, as the medical school and university hospitals have had a symbiotic relationship since the School of Medicine moved to new facilities in University Circle decades ago. I'll also use this belated episode right now, which is about the current state of the CWRU School of Medicine, to share essential facts about the school in its present configuration. The school is a top 25 medical school, rated by U.S. News and World Report, the number one medical school in Ohio, the largest biomedical research institution in Ohio, 14th in the United States for graduating successful faculty, 14th in the U.S. for graduating African-American physicians. It has 800-plus medical students, 800-plus master's students, 380-plus doctoral students, 190-plus postdoctoral students, 420-plus full-time basic science faculty. 420-plus part-time basic science faculty, 2,300-plus full-time clinical faculty, and 3,950-plus part-time clinical faculty. In Episode 3, I will further set the stage for beginning the reading of Greer-Williams' 1980 book, Western Reserve's Experiment in Medical Education and Its Outcome which is the purpose of this podcast, after all, by providing a brief overview of the impressive history of the School of Medicine. It is said, don't make promises you don't intend to keep. You may take this promise to the bank. New episodes will be published on a regular basis from this point forward. My pledge is to publish on a weekly basis. If I do not hit that weekly pledge, it'll be pretty darn close to it. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Amazon and Audible Podcasts, and most other podcast providers. That includes Podbean, where the podcast is hosted. The URL of the homepage on the web is whenmedicaleducationchanged.podbean.com. On that page, There are links to the podcast pages on the aforementioned sites, as well as to the CWRU School of Medicine History page on YouTube. The YouTube page has videos of the key people in the creation of the new curriculum in 1952. 
One is Jack Coy, MD, the icon of icons in the School of Medicine's history, and its Dean of Student Affairs over three decades. He speaks in a three-part video about the new curriculum. A two-part video is a discussion between Joe Wern, the dean who came from boop, the dean who came from Harvard University to the Western Reserve School of Medicine, along with T. Hale Ham, who also came from Harvard with Joe Wern, both specifically to implement the new curriculum. The third video is a discussion between three physicians who started basic science programs in the new curriculum. Arland Wood, Buster Krampitz, and Merton Utter. You'll learn more about them as we read through the book. This is not only an informative discussion between those three, but one which is full of good humor while recollecting their part in the creation of the new curriculum. 